Hey, folks, if you've been tuning in over the last couple of months, you've heard all about the Game Time app and how it can save you some serious cash on last minute tickets to sports, to concerts, to all types of shows. My favorite feature is the speed. Maybe you decide like last minute. Hey, I'm by the Rose Garden tonight, or they call it the Moda Center now, or oh, I'm by the Target Center, or oh, I'm by Staples Center. There's a game. I bet I can find tickets real quick. You can be outside in line waiting to get through security. It's two taps on that app, and you already have tickets purchased. It's so easy to do. They find you the best deals and make sure you get up to 60% off. You got to use the Game Time app. It's the best way to do it. Now the Game Time app is hooking you up for the holidays with $10 credit. Here's what to do. Download the Game Time app in the Google Play or the App Store. Click on the My Ticket section of the app. Create an account. Then under the Billing section, redeem code the Athletic. Once again, that's The Athletic, all one word, for $10 off your first purchase. That's free money, everybody. Credit is only available to the first 1,000 people who redeem the code, and it expires at the end of the year. That's December 31st, 2019. So you only got a couple of weeks left to get that easy, easy credit. So make moves quick and score last-minute tickets with game time. Welcome to the Daily Ding. On the Athletic Podcast Network. You are wise to stay at home. In one minute, the ball will drop and you will see pandemonium. The ball is beginning to move. They can feel it. They know it. In 47 seconds, it will be 2,000. You're in Times Square with a couple of million intimate friends. Reverse flush and ain't that a smooth one. This all goes, and I hope I have no friends. And his response was, I'm sorry, I just wanted a frosty. I want Tyler to know his ass should have got thrown out. If I was a ref, I would have tossed his ass. How dare you? Good morning, welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Tuesday morning. It's New Year's Eve. 2019 can say goodbye. I'm Zach Harper, joined by Mo Docchio with Rob Lopez. He's still going through all those LeBron Instagram stories. It's insane. It's a, it's a lot of them. Happy birthday, LeBron. Uh, I guess happy belated birthday. Coming up on today's Daily Ding, the Miami Heat might be frauds. The Utah Jazz keep rolling, and we play right off or right on. But first, Mo, the Minnesota Timberwolves can't be Stopped. Timberwolves 122, Nets 115 in overtime in Minneapolis. Oh man, what a terrible game. This The sad thing is this is like one of the top two games of the night. And I think it's simply because it went to overtime. No Carl Anthony Towns. He's out with a, a knee sprain. Uh, Andrew Wiggins has the flu, so he couldn't play. Uh, obviously, Kevin Durant is out. Karis LeVert is out. Kyrie Irving is out. Spencer Dinwiddie is in 36 points on 12 of 31 shooting. However, tonight was... All about Shabazz Napier? Is that right, Mo? Yo, it was a callback game, man. He's going back to his UConn days. This is the type of stuff that got LeBron excited when he was going to be drafted. Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, hold on. He couldn't have possibly thought he was playing with a bunch of college players. Wait, let me look at the Wolves roster tonight. Yeah, he thought he was playing with a bunch of college players. That's what it was. Uh, what is it? 24 points uh, for Shabazz Napier in this game. He was fantastic in overtime. Hit a big three that put them, I think they were up eight at that point, which really put this one away. Um, huge game for Gorgie Jang. He had 20 rebounds. He hit a big three-pointer in regulation uh, that, that really should have closed out this game, but it didn't close out this game because it's the Wolves. Uh, for the for the Nets side of it, I mean, look, man, I don't really know what Spencer Dinwiddie is supposed to do because 
Like he wasn't that efficient at 12 or 31, but he's the only guy who could really create anything for this Nets team. They tried. They tried really hard, even against a bad Wolves team, missing their two best players. Uh, but Mo, that's you know, that's that's the NBA, right? It doesn't always work out. I mean, there's nothing he can do in this situation. Like, the, who do you trust on that team? When you looked at the Nets roster, Kalis Levert's out. Obviously, we know KD and Kyrie are out. Like, who else is going? You're going to get Joe Harris yeah, shots. Joe Harris, not yeah. like you, but you're not getting Joe Harris like. 25, 27 shots, right? Like he's just running off screens. Like all of this comes down to Dinwiddie creating everything. Like you said, and Garrett temple couldn't make a shot. Torian Prince couldn't make a shot. Like, it's just one of those nights in the NBA for them, dude. Yeah, absolutely. You, you mentioned Joe Harris. He had 19 points on 8 of 14 shooting. He had 7 rebounds in 41 minutes of action. The Garrett temple torian Prince combination. Well, Mo, here's the good news. They combined for 22 points. The bad news, it took them 29 <laughs> shots. It's just... that's. Just, just, just for those who are not analytically inclined, let me just explain a simple one for you. If you score less points than the number of shots you took, probably not a good night. Yeah, here's the math on that. It's under 100%. Well under 100%. That's what that is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. DeAndre Jordan had a nice game. Well, everything except scoring. He had six points off the bench, but did have 13 rebounds, three assists, three blocks. Uh, for the Wolves side of it, though, 24-8 for Shabazz Napier, like I mentioned. Jarrett Culver didn't shoot well inside the arc he was eight of 21 from the field but he didn't end up with 21 points uh he had five rebounds three assists three steals gorgie jang as i mentioned 11 points 20 rebounds three steals uh in this one for the for the nets it just man they just couldn't really crack this one it's their third loss in a row for the wolves it's their second win in the last three games which surprisingly is an accomplishment because they don't really have anybody good on this team right now uh mo with the carl anthony town rumors being uh being kind of you know thrown out there by Ethan Strauss of the athletic um, they do need to win literally anything they can I don't think it's a serious thing I, I'll have more on that later in the week uh, but in terms of just what this starts right they started the season out so well and then they became the wolves again and at a certain point you just have to show your best players hey over the next five years you can trust us this doesn't begin to start that right because it's just a, it's just a random night and the game they want to get sacramento to break their losing streak was a even a worse game but they do just have to win whenever they can win i know that sounds really simple but that's what it is with the wolves right now right and you know one and this pains me a little bit i have to credit you from the very beginning when the wolves were playing well you're like don't worry it's the wolves they'll come back down to earth and they did and you're right here like this is the opportunity they got to show towns that like look over the next five years that you trusted us we're going to build a team around you don't worry we got this you know look what we were able to get these two wins ugly as hell as they were we're able to do it without you we're able to do it without andrew tonight like we're we're we're, we're getting there so um it's just a tough situation for them. And, you know, you just got to hope he's going to be patient. Yeah. Gerson Rosas and, and flip, or Ryan Saunders weren't going to flip this thing like in a season, right? You don't, you don't reverse 30 years of suck in, in, no. in one off season. It's not how that happens, but they do need to be a little bit better than like whatever they are, like two out of the last 15 games or whatever it is. Um, and on top of that, uh, as Amin El Hassan and I dubbed on NBA radio, uh, that 519 to the lottery train, it usually has the wolves on it. It has them on it right now. They need to get off this train the best they can, but I don't think that's going to happen. going to be tough. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easily. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like, I lost my mojo. Or we avoid it altogether. Excuses like I had a long day at work or sorry, honey, just not feeling it. But with Roman... 
It is easy to talk about with a real doctor who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you get free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. They'll work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, they ship it to you with free two-day shipping. It's straightforward. It's simple. It's discreet. The whole process couldn't be easier. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash ding and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today. Connect with the doctor. Take care of it, guys. Just go to GetRoman.com slash ding to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash ding for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash ding. All right, Mo, normally we would go to a second game of the night, uh, but this this night was not good for games. So what we're going to do now is play a little game that we like to call Right Off or Right On, in which we – I'm going to give you a bunch of teams, Mo. We're going to figure out which teams we should write off for the rest of the season, just just punt on them, or the teams that are right on track to make something happen this year. So we're going to start off with the Phoenix Suns, who did play tonight. Uh, they're now 13-21 and 21 on the season. They're one and a half games out of the eight seed. They're, I believe, 3-12 uh, and 12 against – uh, non-losing teams. They're six of their last, uh, they won six of the last 23 games. So are you going to write them off or are they right on? I'm going to go there right on, man. They're right in the mix. You know, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. By the way, it's really fun to get to play this game. I feel like I'm on like the prices right or something. Yeah, man. Um, you know, but I'm, I think they're right in the mix. Like this was, we're going to get to it later, but this was a big win tonight against Portland. The team that is the eight seed, you know, like that's big stuff that matters down the road when we get to season series and, and possible tiebreakers and things like that. They're, they're in the mix. They're going to make a run at this. They've started out really well defensively. It's fallen off a lot due to injuries. I think they're going to kind of rebound as they start to get everybody back. And, and you know, they're, I don't know if they make the playoffs, but they're going to be a team we're going to be talking about in March as a team that has a chance. Okay, what about the Minnesota Timberwolves who did win tonight, right? They're 13 or I'm sorry, they're 12 and 20 on the season. They're one and a half games out of the 8 seed. Uh they're 4 and 11 against non-losing teams this year, but they're 2 and 12 in their last 14 games. Now granted, a good chunk of those lately have come without Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins missed a couple, but they sucked before Carl Anthony Towns went down, so are they right <laughs> yeah. off or right on? Man, we got to write them off. It's just it's I don't see it happening for them this year. Uh, they had a nice stretch. And as I said earlier, a smart man told me, don't worry, the wolves will come back down to earth and, and they have. So, you know, I think we're going to catch situations where they're going to catch a team on a night where towns and Wiggins are going to be awesome. But I think slowly, but surely we're reverting back to them. Uh, they're going to be stuck on that train, dude, that train you and I mean, we're talking about yeah. they're, they're, they're I just, I think they're, uh, they're chained to it at this point. I, I just don't see it for them. Sorry, guys. Yeah, the 519 to Lotteryville. Uh, and also, as I as I wrote for the New Year's resolution in the power rankings on The Athletic, uh, the New Year's resolution, stop being the Wolves. It's just that simple. All right, let's go to the East. The Chicago Bulls, 13-21 and 21 on the season, one and a half games out of the eight seed in the East. They're 1-12 against non-losing teams. That one win came recently against the Clippers. But they are five and four in their last nine games. Right off or right on for the Bulls? Man, I gotta write them off. I can never trust Boylan as a coach. Sorry, like I'm not. He's got to prove it to me before I start giving him any any benefit of a doubt here. Uh, I know they have Otto Porter's been out, but I just don't see them 
really making that huge leap. Even when he comes in, I still think they'd probably be like, what would they be like 15 and 19? Like maybe that's all right, but it's not, I don't buy it. I don't believe in Boylan. I don't believe in the bulls. Sorry guys. I'm, I'm writing them off. All right. What about the Detroit Pistons? 12 and 22. They're two and a half games out of the eight seed. They're five and 11 against non losing teams, but just seven, 11 against teams under 500. They're one in seven in their last eight games, right off or right on, on the Pistons. This is a tough one. Let me answer this one for you. Write them off. I'm done with this Pistons team, Mo. I'm absolutely (laughs) done. I can't stand them anymore. I'm just done. I'm sick of it. Blake's been terrible. The the only saving grace is Derrick Rose. Luke Kennard's been okay, but he's not going to carry a team. Andre Drummond, get out of here. I just, you know, some of the most useless stats in the NBA. I'm not trying. I know I interrupted you here, Mo, but I'm writing them off. And you should too. I'm, I'm, I'm. Listen, I'm just going to go with, I'm afraid of you right now. I'm going to write, I'm afraid to say right on. So right off guys, way yeah. off. It's not even close. Big write off <laughs> energy right now. All right, let's go back to the West. We got three more teams in the West. Memphis Grizzlies. They're 13 and 21. They're only one and a half games out of the eight seed with this team. They're four and 14 against non losing teams this season, but they've won seven of their last 12 right off or right on on the Grizzlies. Man, I'm going right on, dude. This is a story that probably doesn't get enough coverage in the NBA, but this is a fun team. We got John Morant looking like he's going to win rookie of the year, mostly because Zion's not playing, but I think they're right in the mix here. And I don't know if I, I certainly didn't have them this close. I thought they were going to be way in the bottom, right around where the warriors are right now. They're in the mix. They could slowly sneak into it. You got to give credit to Taylor Jenkins, first year head coach doing, doing a phenomenal job. Uh, Brandon Clark's been really good for them. Uh, Jaron Jackson jr. Which is like a tongue twister. Can can we just like triple J just call triple J. Right. right, Triple J, triple J. All right. Triple J has been great. Like it's, I, I, I I think they're just slowly building. And, and you know, the funny thing is they're just playing with the house's money, make the playoffs. Great. Don't make the playoffs. That's what we expected, but we were close. That's better than what we expected. So I'm going right on, man. They're right on track for what they, they're trending upward for me. I'm all good with them. All right. The Sacramento Kings, otherwise known as the Detroit Pistons of the West, they're 12 and 21. They're two games out of the eight seed. They're six and 10 against non-losing teams, but just six and 11 against losing teams they've lost seven straight games mo are you gonna write off or write on oh i'm writing them off i'm sorry like there's just here's what i would say mo is just take everything we said about the wolves and just put kings in there yeah and it's just funny because then you have you you know we're gonna get to it in the news but deadman demanding a trade you have buddy healed making comments and and constant like it just Man, like you can't have all that stuff because you got to have cohesion as you try to battle for move forward into the playoffs, man. You can write them off. Uh, yeah. And like, come on, man. Buddy Hill said the team doesn't trust him the same night that they they drew up the last play for him. So how does that work? I don't understand how that works at all. Um, all right. Let's go to the New Orleans Pelicans, our last team on right off or right on. They're just 11 and 23, but only three and a half games out of the eight seed. They're five and 18 against non-losing teams. They've had a very unbalanced schedule against losing versus non-losing teams. But, Mo, four straight wins. They've won five of their last six right off or right on in the Pelicans. Even though they've been playing better as of late, I'm going to write them off. I just... I don't, it's just not there. Like we've seen teams have a, a run where they play well against good teams and get hyped up. Christmas day got super excited and all that. And Denver kind of played to their level and, and blew that game. And I think it's just, I just, they're not there, you know, and, I, and even if Zion comes back, that's going to take a while to adjust to him playing him, adjusting to playing in the NBA, all of that stuff. That's going to throw things off. I don't, I don't buy it writing them off Zach. So instead of Ben Yeh's, you're going to say Ben Nay. 
All right, well, let's get to the news everyone needs for New Year's Eve. Not a whole lot of news today, uh, but we do have the NBA finding Marquise Chris $35,000 for shoving Luka Doncic to the floor on Saturday, uh, December 28th, when the Mavericks were in San Francisco to face the Golden State Warriors. Chris and his representatives are reportedly filing a grievance through the Players Association to contest the fine. Get out of here. He should be fined alone for doing the flex in Luca's face, but his hands are down by his waist. That's not how you get ready to fight someone, Marquise. That's not. No one thought you were going to fight Luca Doncic there. Yeah, like, come on, man. Can we can we find him a little more money? Also, you shoved him into the camera, man. Like, that's that's not okay. That's dangerous. You can't do that. Like that's you, you know, and yeah, dude. Like that's just a bad bad idea in general. And we've always known Marquise Chris to always be level headed and 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 always aware of making the right decisions, right? Zach? Oh, always. Yeah, no, that's what he's known for. Uh, speaking so of, just speaking of getting under people's skins, uh, the Los Angeles Clippers guard, Patrick Beverly expected to miss a few games with a right wrist sprain. According to ESPN, uh, Mo, is this anything to really be worried about? Yeah. I mean, I think the big thing is Beverly's kind of the heart and soul of that team. Like he's the guy we always say, like, you don't want that smoke. He's the smoke. You don't want that. And I think, you know, with him not on the court, they lose a little bit defensively. I think, he kind of just brings that fire and that energy because we all know Kawhi is not bringing any more energy than he has to. And I, I, I'm a little bit worried. They need to kind of notch a few wins and they need to kind of just get everybody healthy and ready to play together and get some chemistry going. They haven't had their team, the squad healthy, it feels like, for almost a whole year. And in the last bit of news, after his reported interest in wanting to trade from the Kings, Dwayne Dedman publicly acknowledged that he wants to be traded. And now the NBA is investigating whether or not he needs to be fined. Uh, he did just sign, what, a three-year, $40 million deal with the Kings. How do they do this every time? Mo, every time they sign veterans in the offseason to help the young guys. And then within like halfway through the first season of the contract, these veterans want out. I'm going to answer it with just one with just a little sentence here for you, Zach. It's the Kangs. All right, let's get to the rest of the games for Tuesday that happened Monday night. Wizards 123, Heat 105 in Washington, D.C. No Bradley Beal, no Davis Bertans, no Mo Wagner, uh, no Thomas Bryant, no Rui Hachimura, no problem. Some idiot put the Heat second in the power rankings this week, and they turned out to be frauds, Mo. What happened? This is on you, Zach. This is on you. They got all hyped up. They saw they were second in the power rankings. They were ready to roll. And, you know, they just didn't bring their A game ready. They're like, man, we're the second team in the Zach Harper's power yeah. rankings, man. We're, we're going to be able to roll through Washington. Just just turned out that uh, they didn't know what was coming for them. And you know who was coming for them? Who? Garrison Matthews. Who? Exactly. They didn't even know. Wasn't even on the scouting report, Zach. That'd be my guess. Because if he was is he even he, on the roster. Well, he was because he dropped 22 points in the first <laughs> half tonight and had 28 for the game. That's incredible. 22, six of nine from the field, four of seven from three point range, shot 13 free throws. Garrison Matthews getting superstar calls. He had four rebounds, outdid Jimmy Butler's 27 points, six rebounds, four assists. Bam out of bio, 14 points, 14 rebounds, five assists, but had six turnovers. Duncan Robinson at 16 for the Heat. Jordan McRae, 29 points, eight assists for the Wizards. Jan Mahimi had 25 points. This whole game was drunk. There's no way any of this is true. Ish Smith, 19 points, seven assists, and had two steals. Hawks 101, Magic 93 in Orlando. No Trey Young, no Jabari Parker. For the Magic, no Aaron Gordon, no Michael Carter-Williams. Nikola Vucevic, despite Kevin Durant tweeting about how 
fun he is to watch. Had 27 points on 12 of 29 or 12 of 19 shooting, but did not get the win. Six rebounds for Vooch in that one. Jonathan Isaac, 13 points, nine rebounds, two assists, three steals, two blocks. Evan Fournier had 22 points. DJ Augustine had 17 points, but for the Hawks, John Collins had 10 and 11. Brandon Goodwin, 21 points. Kevin Herter had 19. Alex Lynn, 18 points, 12 rebounds for this one as the Hawks get a much-needed win to snap their losing streak. Bucks 123, Bulls 102 in Chicago. Giannis back, Bledsoe back, no Wes Matthews, but the Bucks were clearly much better than the Bulls. Chris Middleton had 25 points. Giannis in his return had 23 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists, 15 for Bledsoe. Irsan Ilyasova had a double-double with 14 points, 11 rebounds. Very sloppy game. Bucks had 18 turnovers in this one. 19 for Zach Levine, 18 for Kobe White. Larry Markin had 18 points. Uh, but, man, just the Bulls, 107 field goal attempts in this game. They had 23 more shot attempts than the Bucks. And shot 37.4 from the field. Uh, Mo, maybe they should have shot less. Maybe that's the maybe that's the key might, there. Might have helped. <laughs> might have helped there. Jazz 104, Pistons 81 in Salt Lake City. Donovan Mitchell 23 points. Jordan Clarkson 20 points. He's in a groove now for the for the Jazz. 13, 19, and three blocks for Rudy Gobert. Boyan Bogdanovich at 17 points for the Pistons, who we wrote off earlier. 20 points. Well, I guess I wrote off earlier. I don't know if I gave you a chance, Mo. 20 points for Derrick Rose. 15 and 13, plus five steals and three blocks for Andre Drummond. Christian Wood had 11 points, nine rebounds with the Jazz. Easily roll. And then the other really good game of the night, Suns 122, Blazers 160. I don't know how the Blazers lost this game, Mo, because the Suns were down by as many as 19 points. They battled back. A crucial moment happened in the final minute. Dame is at the free throw line. He has a chance to cut it to two. He misses the free throw uh, that would have cut the the deficit to two for the Blazers. Instead, Suns come down on a five-on-four uh, Rubio finds Kelly Oubre in the corner for a three. All of a sudden, it's a six-point lead with 43 seconds left. Huge swing, basically ended it for him. Capped off a 39 to 27 fourth quarter for the Suns. Devin Booker, amazing in this game. 33 points, was 15 of 15 from the free throw line. Had seven assists, six rebounds. Dame had 33 for the Blazers. CJ had 25 for the Blazers, but it wasn't enough. Hassan Whiteside, 16 points, 23 rebounds, three assists, three blocks. Anthony Simons had 20, or I'm sorry, had 12 off the bench. Kelly Oubre, 29 points six rebounds rubio had 18 and 13 for the suns mo how did the blazers blow this game they should have easily won this one yeah it was kind of shocking to watch and i think you have to give a lot of credit to the suns defense kind of tightening the screws i mean Lillard got going in the first quarter. I mean, he had 16 points, I think, in the first quarter. He was rolling, and then they just kind of slowly sort of tightened tightened things up here and there and got better and better as they went on. And then the Blazers, just after that big lead, sort of just wilted under pressure. It was pretty impressive to watch on the Suns' end, pretty sad on the Blazers' end, and it's a big, big loss. You can't lose that game at home if you're the Blazers, especially if you're trying to stay in the playoff race. Yeah, and it's a big win for the Suns because they kind of they kind of eked out an ugly one against the Kings the other night, and it seemed a little fluky, but to, to follow that up with this, maybe that's the turn in the right direction that they need. Let's go to line of the night. Spencer Dinwiddie, 36-8-5 and and a loss to the Wolves. Devin Booker, 33-7-6 and and a win over the Blazers. Dame had 33-7-5 and in the loss. Garrison Matthews with 28 points. Mo, who's getting your line of the night? I mean, it has to go to Garrison Matthews. Is he ever going to end up back on a line of the night? Is he ever going to end up on a stat sheet in in the daily ding? Like this might be the guy's five minutes of fame. It's not even going to be 15 minutes for him. I'm going Garrison Matthews and they got the W definitely going with him. See, I'm going Garrison Matthews because it's the start of what I will call 
a Hall of Fame career. That's going to do it for today's show. Just a reminder, we're off tomorrow. We're off the next day. We're back on Friday for a whole new Daily Ding, taking a little bit off to ring in the new year and get ready for a great 2020 uh, year to finish off this 2019-2020 season. Don't forget about the other basketball shows across the Athletic Podcast Network. Back-to-back, no dunks, tampering, House of Strauss, all that good stuff, plus over a dozen team-specific shows from some of your favorite athletic beat writers. And of course, myself and Mo hosting a couple of those shows. Don't forget to follow the uh, the shows on the app to get notifications for new episodes. Thanks for waking up with us. Be safe tonight if you're ringing in the new year. If you're not, well, have a good night and get, and get some rest. Mo, hit me with the sign-off. Ding, ding.